he comes back with his first blue eyes, and you're just like, oh shit, it's going down now. And then like, like uh, there's all this like random shit and traps and stuff that happens in card games. And then all of a sudden, like, he's like picking up these random cards, and Yugi has no clue what they mean. And then he's just like, oh, I have a fifth one of these? Well, <laughs> I'm just gonna drop this bitch. And then, like, all of a sudden, he's just like, Exodia! The fifth one! Wipe this motherfucker out! <laughs> and then he's like, he's got three blue eyes on the field, and he's like, got no shot. He just like, crumbles to the floor. <laughs> it's fantastic. <laughs> oh, man. Hello. Hello, and welcome to episode 28 of the Roughed Up Podcast. You've been hearing the dulcet tones of Tim Rodriguez. Also joining us tonight, Matt Armstrong and Michael Roy. And I am your host, Wes Yee. Hey, what's up, boys? Hey, what's up? Hey, how are we doing tonight? That was a tremendous introduction, Tim. Really appreciate that. I didn't realize you were recording the entire time. We're not gonna need we're not gonna need any we're not gonna need any uh intro music for this one, Roy. <laughs> we'll just tee it right up there. So uh, without uh, without any further ado, we're here for week fourteen NFL lines. Episode twenty eight, boys. Not a bad run. Yeah. We're doing pretty well. All yeah, right. you cats are doing all right. Yeah, Roy and uh, West top of our uh our pick'em pools here. Still alive, yeah, still alive. All okay. right. Well, let's uh, let's get right into it. Let's get a little recap of last week, and and let's launch right in with Tim's tantrums. Oh man! Tom, talk to me about the Niners. Tell me about your boy Mullins. Seattle. Anybody watch that Seattle Forty Niners game? They want their money back. Tell me about Nick Unitas. Oh Jesus. Oh, it, it, it's, it's rough out there, boys. It, it is rough. I mean, the, the actually Niners they ran they ran the ball very well. Uh, they had 450 yards of total offense. They just could not punch the ball in like that. That has been their season all year long. Like they put up shit ton of yards, but they can't score. Like uh, <laughs> just and watching all the turnovers is just. Uh, especially at critical moments, like the Niners are driving down the field, they put up like 60, 70 yards. They're on the like tw- Seahawks twenty, then auto- automatic pick or automatic sack fumble. <laughs> it's like this every game at this point, and you can't really blame Nick no- Nick Mullins. He got thrown in there. The guy is from the middle of nowhere. It's <laughs> like. Hey, you're just throwing him in there. It's like uh, and <laughs> they throw his college under the bus as well. <laughs> you're like you, you have Brett Favre, who's like the only player from that school that's ever done anything. <laughs> it's like come on, and then you expect like him to do anything. Is it's crap. The Niners <laughs> don't have anything. The Niners literally have nothing. And their defense is, like, trying to keep it together. But the problem is they're putting bad field position in every single drive. So, Russell Wilson, who's still a good quarterback, will put it on you. And all of a sudden, now you're down 37 to 10. And it's just like, come on. This isn't even a game. We're watching, we're watching scrubs out there. It's, it's brutal to watch. Southern Miss thrown under the bus. That is... Uh... That is harsh, harsh words, Tim. Southern Miss have you know, uh, you know, some alumni include Jimmy Buffett, 
include well, uh um, last time they're not singing on the field so uh, <laughs> i think i think we'll be okay well, uh you know brett Favre, as you said marcus dupree also southern miss you're some, telling some... you're telling me southern mississippi has bad education no way. <laughs> tim thoughts on the bills this week oh excited excited uh josh allen put up another uh, i'm gonna say performance where uh he barely completes any passes but all the ones that he completes are for huge gains and then he runs the ball like a maniac uh but he finds a way to win man <laughs> at the end of the day that's all that matters wait they didn't win what <laughs> did not uh did not win there tim was I looking at last week? <laughs> this is when Tim has reached a new, a new higher low, depending on how you would grade us. <laughs> I should have let you keep going with that rant. <laughs> it's a strategic loss. He's feeling great. He's all fired up. We're going to the Super Bowl. Oh. Yeah, sorry, Tim. They did not. They did not pull it out, unfortunately. Lost by four right. to uh, Miami. They, they they did pull out the cover though, so perhaps that's what you were getting fired up about. Yeah, Your boy yeah. Zach Allen yeah. uh, keeping well, you in range. Yeah, <laughs> All he does is win bets. Bills fans are only delinquent gamblers. They don't <laughs> care about the actual wins and losses. Well, I mean, there's no doubt that this team's not going it. So, the fact is, like when they lose by by four and they're and they have a four and a half cover. That's a win. That's a win. <laughs> Walking out. Exactly. I was like, I didn't give a shit if they won or lost. Like, yeah. lost season. Like, I don't how many, care. How many but the they care. Uh, how many <laughs> in the parking lot? Like, we cover boys. <laughs> I'm sure all of them. They were like, we bet on this game. We covered. Like, I don't care. Like, and they still showed up to the game. What kind of speech? What kind of speech was given in the locker room there? You better cover this shit. <laughs> you did it! Everybody got around! <laughs> we covered the spread and we're gonna release Kevin Benjamin. Kelvin Benjamin. Yeah, what? well, literally, 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 Kelvin Benjamin has had 700 yards in 18 games. Like, he's done nothing with the bill. It is incredible. And you can't really blame him when you have Peterman throwing you the ball half the time. You have no chance. Like, I don't blame Benjamin for struggling with the Bills. They haven't had a quarterback basically all year. So, I mean, it's just a situation. Their halftime adjustments was not having Vontae Davis leave. <laughs> exactly. Like, when you have a player no retired retire, halftime, it's a win. Yeah, isn't it one of, like, the most, like, uh, awesome strategic decisions? Like, oh, like, oh, he quit on the team. It's like, now you're looking at it, it's like, Wow, what a genius. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. He didn't want his brains bashed in for another 12 games. Didn't want to be associated with this. Yeah, he's just like... This uh, winning, covering football team. Yeah. <laughs> they cover, but... I mean, in terms of you actually having an NFL life, it's just like, this is miserable. Like, they can cover. That's fine. That's fine with me when I'm betting on them. 
but in terms of your your life habits, like this is gonna be miserable. You're gonna be miserable with CTE, like killing yourself later on in life. <laughs> We're only uh, eight minutes into this podcast, and um, Army Roy and I have no chance of being the MVP. Tim, starting with his <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh introduction into his Buffalo celebration turned turned fury to find out that they had actually lost. <laughs> Yeah, like he's Breeze and Mahomes, and we're just like Phil Rivers sitting here. And just... <laughs> At best, yeah. The, the, the thing is, I, I didn't even think about it because I won money on that game. So, <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was like, oh, I thought they won. Like, oh, shit. I, was, I thought they lost, but I just won the cover. Oh, <laughs> and that was your best bet of the week. Yeah. <laughs> you called this one out for the listeners. Oh, good stuff, good stuff. All right. Well, let's make some picks. What do you say, boys? Let's do it. Thursday night football. Vaunted Jacksonville Jaguars. Vaunted Tennessee Titans. National League football game matchup. Titans. Four and a half point favorites hosting the Jaguars. I don't know how this is actually happening. What are your comments? What are your thoughts on this this battle of Titans? No, that's that's a strong... Strong word. <laughs> well, one of the one of the teams is literally called the Titans. So. Uh, that's a strong name. That's a strong name for them because they're definitely not the Titans. Um, they, man, this is a tough game to choose because both these teams are Titans six good. and six, twenty four uh, negative twenty four point differential. Jaguars four and eight, negative forty. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it, to go by that, you gotta say the Titans would probably win this game, which I agree. I, I think the Titans will probably win this game. But I, do I think it's going to be by, by six points or by ten points? No. Uh, this this team is um, serviceable at best. Like, I, I, I really don't like watching this team. They're boring as hell. Um, and I, you can say the same thing about the Jaguars. They have a good defense, but they're very boring to watch. Jaguars scored six points on Sunday. Yep. Good enough to win a game. Exactly. Yep, because they shut out the Colts. I, I watched that game was brutal. <laughs> you watched that? That's terrible. I watched. I, I watched the first like three quarters, and I was like, "My God, I gotta walk out of this." Every time they showed up on red zone, I closed my eyes. Were they ever on red zone? Both teams like no points. Like they got a couple field goals. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I would agree that this this game is. Uh, I think uh, Roy and I is. Uh, strategy about like home team on Thursday night game get like a huge edge here. I think the Titans are a better team than the Jaguars. The Jaguars, yes, beat the Colts. I that was dead cat bounce. But I I, I just think um, whatever. Take the home team. <laughs> yeah. I'm not betting this game. It's just hard to handicap this. These teams suck. Yeah. yeah, they're they're both not a very good teams, and I let's I move on. I, I, I don't <laughs> like this game. <laughs> let's yeah, let's get on with it. Watch, very unfortunate. Thursday night football had a good run for a few weeks, but uh, not not so, not so. I will not be watching this game. Yeah, I mean these are these were two playoff contenders like coming into the year, and they're both like, wow, what fucking happened here? But, <laughs> uh, no, no reason to watch this game. Do we know if it's going to be Kessler or uh, Bortles? It's Kessler. Or, uh, okay. It's, it's Kessler. It is shocking the 
the, the fall of the Jaguars. Started the season, you know, well, first of all, almost made it to the Super Bowl last year. This year, started the season 3-1. and one, Looking like, uh, you know, again, a strong contender. And then, boom, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven straight losses to teams including the Bills, the Colts, Texans. Ugly. Let's go to Sunday Night Football. Los Angeles Rams at the Chicago Bears. Two of the better teams in the NFC. Bears almost pulled out a miraculous comeback on Sunday to fall a little bit short behind their backup quarterback. Rams looking very strong again. Three-point favorites on the road. Roy, what do you like here? Roy, give us a Trubisky update. <laughs> how's how's Mitchell? How's Mitchell doing? I'm taking Navy plus seven here. <laughs> no, I agree. I agree with you. Mitchell update. Uh, I don't think he's practicing yet. Um, I haven't been updated with or checking like updates on on him. I think the latest is Daniels is doing enough. It's fine as far as team goes. Um, I don't need uh, anything otherwise yet. Is it going to be enough against the Rams, who did clinch in the division last week and have have the advantage on uh, inside track on home field? Well, so now we get into the very murky waters where we have to use the M word, and that was motivation. <laughs> yeah. Do the Rams, I mean, so the Rams clinched the West. They still, are they still playing for a, a playoff seed, so, I mean, do they show up? Uh, I, I, knowing I, that Sean McVay, like, has a history of benching players in the post, you know, like, in these last... I mean, the Bears have basically clinched, too. Like, the other teams in their division suck as well, so... Yeah, yeah, these two primetime games are tough. That's uh, a tough line. Uh, when I last saw it, it was a, th- a three and a half, so it was a little, um, a little tougher, I think. Three, a flat three, I think. If the Rams have any motivation, I'll take the Rams here. Um, I think Chase Daniel, that was a big letdown spot last week. I was actually hoping they, they'd win the Bears, that this would be his letdown spot. Kind of like the same argument for Lamar Jackson, like keep egging these quarterbacks on because you know the inevitable collapse is going to happen, and like you're just waiting for it. And, of course, somehow, like, the miraculous fourth quarter, you know, marched on the field to score against the Giants, tie the game, go to overtime. Just crazy surgical performance um, that I just don't think that holds up against a real team here. Um, even though Giants were at home, like, playing with some fight, I think this is a much different ta- uh, task. Um, I'm, I'm going to be looking at the Rams if there's any indication that they're taking off, taking, you know, their foot off the pedal. It's going to be... Uh, off, but I think you like you can only look on the Ram side here, um, just because Chase Daniels is, is such a unknown commodity, and you, like you have to score points against the Rams to beat them. Um, defense, their defense is, is coming along. They have the the best player in the league, Aaron Donald. Um, the Bears' defense is legit, but I mean it, you, the offense is not on par with with the Rams. Fair enough. Damn. Yeah, I would say that they spent a ton of money coming in on the Rams. Uh, they definitely, the outlook on Trubisky, I, I thought Chase Daniel looked terrible. He's not NFL capable, obviously. Like, Or he would have been traded for draft picks to some other team years ago. Um, so if Trubisky's not playing, who's also not a great quarterback, but someone who can do things on a football field um i think the rams are a field goal favorite at least so 
yeah, I, I would agree on this lane too. As long as it's three, yeah, let it ride. Tim? Yeah, I'm in total agreement you know, with both you guys. I, I don't think the Bears have a chance if Chase Daniels is a quarterback in this situation. Uh, if, as long as the as Jared Goff is out there and has semi-decent weapons, if, um, if Gurley plays the first halves, for example, like I, I don't see the Bears being able to keep up. Uh, it, it's very it's very tough for me to bet on a team that's running out there their backup quarterback when they were already semi-struggling offensively. Um, and they end up losing to the Lions last week. And I, I was, I, I just don't like the Bears without Trubisky because even as off and on as Trubisky is, at least he gives them a chance on offense. Chase Daniels does not. I'm going to go the other way, boys. No unanimous pick here. I'm going to take the Bears. Home team, home underdog, um, in a good spot with a team coming off of a clinching performance. They, you know, Rams don't need this game. Bears, you know, primetime home team. It's getting cold out there in Chicago. Shit, I think it's cold here in San Francisco. Um, I'll go with the Bears. I think uh, this is a classic yeah, Rams fall off spot. 33 degrees in Chicago. So. Little, little cooler than the Rams. If we can guarantee Todd Gurley not running and kneeling at the one yard line to preserve a one point win, and <laughs> he did it again last week. It was infuriating. I cannot watch that guy. It uh, makes me too angry. Because <laughs> if we were the Seahawks back in the day, they would just be like, "We're piling it on." Yeah. Right. It's never a bad time to score a touchdown. I I, I don't believe in in that too. Unless you can literally just take three kneel downs to end exactly. the game, yeah, I think, yeah. yeah. What was like, it? Oh, three minutes, like, oh, you want to burn as much clock as you can. It's like, well, making a two touchdown or two possessions, that's pretty good too. Like, the odds of recovering an onside kick is like so low now with like how they can load the sides on the onside kick. Unless you're. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr. Oh, it just doesn't even try. Yeah. <laughs> That's terrible. Um, but I, I, I will say for this game, um, Saquon Barkley gashed um, uh, the Bears. Yeah. I, I think, yeah, if, if Gurley can do the same, I, I, if the Giants can beat them and it's the same team returning, like the Giants won by three. So you're not thinking the Rams can beat the Bears by three. Uh, I don't know. Well, I, I think that was probably not the Bears at their best. Like, that was below below average Bears performance. I think we get closer to an average Bears performance, and they can keep this one close against the Rams. All right. But that's the thing. is like, you've seen, what, two games with Chase Daniel? Like, what's an average performance? You know, it's like, it's a backup quarterback. It's hard to have any sort of, uh, you know, a barometer for what's good, what's average, what's bad. And it's just... Yeah, against bad teams, he can look okay. Like Lions are whatever, below average. Giants are below average. But now you get an elite team that you have to match points with. If the Rams choose to score at will, it's just I don't see the Bears' offense keeping up with them unless the defense can absolutely shut down the Rams, which is possible. But yeah, I think it's I think it's up to the defense. Yeah, that's the way I look at it. I mean, yeah, yeah, sure, Kessler. Yeah. Or, um, yeah, the quarterback's not good, but they've scored you know 50 points in two games. That's you know you score 25. If, if can your defense keep them below 25, maybe. Doesn't doesn't take doesn't take much. It's possible. 
it's fair to think that way. Um, but I, th I think the difference between the two teams they had played previously is a lot different. Like, I, I think the Rams, yeah, Rams, Chiefs, Saints, like, all these teams that are, like, scoring 50 points a game, like, their defense, defenses are getting, like, worn out. And I think the Bears' defense is at that point, too. Um, if, if you're having, like, sh short drive with Chase Daniels, like, three and outs all the time, even if, you, yeah, you have Khalil Mack, you have, like, you know, really one of the best defenses in the league, like, you just can't handle, like, 20 series of, you know, Gurley running up the middle for 12 yards. All right. Well, we'll see how it shakes out. Monday Night Football, Minnesota Vikings at the now playoff bound, uh, if the standings were to, to finalize where they are now. Seattle Seahawks. Seahawks, three-and-a-half-point home favorite against the Minnesota Vikings. I have no lean, so I'm waiting for you guys to say in. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. Uh, after watching the Vikings basically implode over the last couple of weeks, um, it's it's I, I really don't have a lean on this game. I mean, and uh, what was it the the Vikings are at home in this game? The Seahawks are at home. The Seahawks are yeah, at home in this Seattle. game. So, with Seattle being a home favorite, I'm gonna lean slightly Seahawks, but I think Minnesota is the better team. But the fact is, is they haven't shown it in the last couple of weeks, and. I, Kirk Cousins hasn't played very well. I, I mean, it, when you look in comparison to Cousins and Keenum from last year, the Vikings look like a very different team. I, I, it does definitely does not look like the same team I saw last year. Isn't most of that just the defense, though? Like, they're not getting anywhere near the turnovers they did. I, I, I think that is partially it. I think that the the Minnesota Vikings defense is definitely not as stout as they were last year, even though they basically didn't lose anyone, which is pretty odd. Um, yeah, but you you get a full year of watching the tape. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, definitely on the offensive side of the ball, when looking at what the Vikings like to do, you definitely get an opportunity to make adjustments to what the Vikings are trying to do to you on defense. So... Yeah, I, I mean, it's uh, – I'm, I'm going to lean Seattle just on, purely on the fact that they're on home. That's it. Uh, so here's an interesting stat from ESPN. Uh, the Seahawks will wear their all-green jerseys Monday night against the Vikings. And there's a picture of what it looks like. The last two times that the Seahawks have won, they're all-greens. They beat Arizona, and they beat the – By how much? Did they oh. cover – doesn't say. <laughs> I don't know. That's all that matters. One, who cares? Show. Like, did they cover? That's all that matters. I mean, has Seattle has not been blowing out good teams. They blew out the Niners. They blew out the Raiders. Um, uh, other I, than that, they've been three points, three points, five points. They lost close, close, three points. So, like, this is not a blowout run up to score Seattle team. Uh, so, laying three and a half, getting that hook. I think you have to look at the Vikings as a live dog. Um, I just because Seattle is now like one of the most efficient run offenses in the league, and they're going to run the ball a bunch. Um, yeah, I agree. So whenever a team does that, you always think, okay, well, any 
you know, score, like any points, uh, taking the other team getting all those points. Um, I think the Vikings still have one of the better run defenses, if I'm not mistaken. So with that on paper, you think, okay, you know, run a bunch, stuff it, and Minnesota with the, the uh, quick strike, dual threat option, digs and uh, Thielen. I think you have to like Minnesota catching the hook. Um, I just don't know uh, mentally where they're at, kind of being up and down the last four weeks, you know, losing to the Patriots, beating the Packers. It's been hot and cold with them with several primetime games lately. So maybe they're good under lights. Maybe Zimmer has been fired up. Um, I don't know. It's tough. It's a tough game because Seattle's at home, and I just always feel like they're such a solid, dominant home team that I always like to lean them. Um, but with this new offense, it's just it's hard to really get behind them blowing out the team. So you go into my head, I take the Vikings and the points, but it's it's a really weak yeah, I, I think I think I'm 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 thinking along the same lines as you. Kind of weak lean towards the Vikings here. I feel like the Seahawks are uh, ready for a little bit of a regression. I think they are, you know, a, do- a decent team, good enough to make the playoffs, but not a strong not a strong version of them. Interesting, interesting. You said you were we were contrasting Case Keenum and Kirk Cousins. I've been hearing that um, quite a bit lately. Actually, their numbers very similar. Uh, last year, Vikings uh, with the Vikings, Case Keenum, thirty five hundred yards, twenty two TDs, seven picks. This year, Kirk Cousins, 34-90 yards, so just about the same amount of yards. 23 TDs, 9 picks, so a little bit, um, just a little more throwing this year with Cousins on the Vikings. But yeah, that defense, not in the uh, you know top one, top two conversation that they were last year on their own. Yeah, I, I'll hop in here and say that um, the, the Seahawks recency, like, yeah, they played the Niners and smashed them. So you kind of have like, oh... This is the Seahawks of old. You know, Wagner returning pick sixes. Like, the defense is dominating. They played some bad teams. So I, oh, I, I, I agree with that. Oh, these teams are just equal. I think they're both the same. So you're giving a hook to a probably easily matched team. So I, I would lean the, the Vikings here, too. All right. Let's bounce it back to Sunday. Picks of the week. Anybody got one? Tough uh, card. I, I hit another uh, four-team uh, six-point teaser. Nice. Uh, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm up, like, pretty big this year. Like, I, I've been pretty bad on my, like, uh, one-game bets, but every time I've bet the, like, oh, this team's a 14 a point favorite like just tease it in any direction that you actually feel and i hit i hit all of them jeez what'd you yeah. do last week yeah I'm, I'm three and four um i can't recall basically right. any team that was like two touchdowns i went the other direction so like i think i had chargers chiefs the the chiefs i had the other way i had um the Raiders twenty two and a half or something. Like yeah, it's a division game. Whatever twenty two and a half. I like that line. Fun. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, I've got a pick of the week, and this is one that always hurts me, and it's the New England Patriots at the Miami Dolphins. Patriots are eight point road favorites here against the Dolphins. Mm. Miami is a horrible place for the Patriots to have to play every year. It feels like every year our second, our, our we have the second game in Miami. 
there's no reason to think the Dolphins are any good, and then they win the game and knock us out of the home field yeah, advantage. They, they, they just smashed the Patriots at the end of the year. I, I don't know what it is. Every single year. Last year, same thing. It must be uh, a long southwest flight from New England to to Miami. Oh, no, this is a tough game to bet if you're betting in favor of the – uh, you're betting in favor of Miami, or you yeah, I'm, I'm taking I'm taking Dolphins in the points here. Home underdog, eight points in the division. Team that uh, just somehow finds a way against the Patriots. I'll I'll take the Dolphins. I have no reason to like them at all. Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, Tannehill has the past numbers. I don't know what it is. I mean, every single year, the Dolphins at home just absolutely smash the Patriots. Because it's their Super Bowl. Literally, their coaches are scouting ahead. They are paying attention to literally only teams in their division. They don't care that they're going to mm-hmm. maybe lose to the Jets. Um, they, they want to beat the Pats. Yeah. I mean, I mean that, does, that makes a lot of sense. All right. Anybody got another one? Or were you all just going to say tough card and call tonight? <laughs> I'll, I'll take uh, the Falcons. I'll take the Falcons. Ooh, oh, my Packers. goodness. <laughs> I'll, take, <laughs> I'll take the Falcons this week. Oh, man. Just because the changing of the guard in Green Bay is going to have serious effects on them this week. Yeah, positive. I, yeah, I was going to say, aren't those going to be positive effects? I thought we all hated McCarthy. I, I hate McCarthy, but the thing is, there's a lot of it, – it's a tumultuous situation in Green Bay right now. I don't think I don't think they can win a game. They just lost. <laughs> they just lost to Arizona at home. Like Arizona is one of the worst teams I've ever seen. They are so bad. They they don't have a defense. They don't have an offense. They have a quarterback that is maybe completing fifty five percent of his passes. Like, yeah, but you don't, you don't you don't think Aaron Rodgers was throwing that game so McCarthy gets fired. No. He cuts down favorites. He clearly no, knows. I, I, I don't know. Ro- maybe the other players on the team, but the type of person Aaron Rodgers is, he wouldn't be the one throwing that game. Talking about the type of person who would abandon his mother in the fires in the fires this year? Know. That kind of a guy? Did you guys see that story? No. Oh, really? Yeah, so he's like estranged from his um, parents and his well, brother. I mean, I heard yeah, and uh, he, like, posted a tweet saying, like, oh, we got to raise money, like, Butte County Strong or something. And his brother had the, replied to him saying, like, like, cut it out with the fake shit, basically. If you really cared about people there, you would have called your mom when you heard about the fires. Pretty, yeah, uh, yeah, I did. yeah talk, about a, talk about a roast. I, I cannot Well, it, 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 it doesn't you. surprise me because... Um... I cannot comment. <laughs> well, what's his name? His, his brother, his brother, who was a quarterback at Vanderbilt. Right, right. Jordan Rogers. Yeah. Jordan Rogers. He was, he was on the Bachelor, and and he, like, talked about his relationship with Aaron. He's like, we don't have a relationship. Yeah. Uh, we haven't talked to him in like eight years. Like, it's crazy. Like, they literally don't even talk to each other. Do you think they like each other's Facebook pictures and Instagram posts? <laughs> or are they not even at that well, level? Probably not. I would assume not. Not, not even at that level. Huh? No, not even at that level. Because oh. I, I heard, uh, heard on the grapevine. <laughs> I can't wait to hear this scoop. 
on so the rave basically bar? once he started dating olivia munn I, I heard that like all shit went downhill like and even green bay packers fans start calling out olivia munn on her bullshit and said that she was having major effects on not only his personal life but his playing life <laughs> <laughs> what kind of effects so if you have sex in the first or the last seventy-two <laughs> hours of an NFL game, your stats go down. <laughs> even 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 Rogers' parents blame her for a lot of the reason why there was a rift in their relationship. Wow. Wonder what. Uh, well, isn't what she? At, she's out of the picture now. Yeah, she's out of the picture, and they still don't have a relationship. That's how bad it was. Did you know that Aaron Rodgers and Ryan Braun had a gay sex? Orgy uh, cult that um, is only spoken about in the Wisconsin region. What? <laughs> what? That there sounds so made up. Hey, Tim, are you saying I'm fake news? <laughs> I have to tell. Oh, oh. I know. I know that Ryan Braun and Aaron Rodgers are friends, but saying that they're yeah, like they gay broke buck up. buddies. They broke up. Another thing. Braun was uh, stuffing his boyfriend better than Aaron Rodgers. Well, I've actually heard rumors that Aaron Rodgers is bisexual. Damn. How naive are you? (laughs) I have to tell you guys uh, something interesting. So, uh, Brian Dozier is a University of Southern Mississippi alumni. Brian Dozier, of course, formerly Minnesota Twin. Really? Yep. It's a pretty solid baseball career. Yeah, yeah, I, I like Brian Dozer. Yeah. Brian Dozer is a good second baseman. He had a little bit rough year. His power numbers were still good, but his average went way, de- way down this year. I will jump in on this. Uh, there's no, there's no way you. Can I'm worried. Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta Falcons are so bad. So like the way that you're they are. like, oh, the Packers like are you know have some shuffling going around in their coaching staff. The Falcons are so bad. Roy, yeah, you're... They, Roy they is... 131 yards of offense yesterday. This is just... This, this is the, uh, what? Even... This is even week, Mike Roy? Because our odd week, Roy, is like, Falcons, this is a Super Bowl contender! Like, <laughs> Jesus! Last, last week, Roy, he's <laughs> just saying they're going to make the playoffs. He flipped so quickly! <laughs> oh, good stuff. They, good then stuff. they get absolutely smashed. Like, they got destroyed... Uh, Julio Jones. It wasn't this your pick of the week last year, last week. It was. It was. It was Roy. My pick of the That's week it. last week yeah. was the Bills. Once, yeah, once, once you they do you wrong, Roy, you're out on him, huh? Yeah, shoot, Roy. Oh uh, yeah, it's terrible, terrible offense, terrible team. Uh, <laughs> I, so like the only game that I was at all gonna consider for my best bet. Um, I'm just running away from this team as fast as possible. So first quarterback goes down, leg injury. Second quarterback goes down, leg injury. Third quarterback is in. On Sunday, or I guess it was Monday, their backup quarterback, if Mark Sanchez goes down, was the tight end. So <laughs> I don't see how you could at all put your money on this team. It is a dumpster fire of injuries. And they, I mean, just take the Giants here. Honestly, just just look the other way. Um, That's fair. Yeah. What what would be a fair line to you if you hate this team so much? Like if you think three and a half is not enough. Six, seven. 
seven on points the on the road. Wow. Yeah. So you're you're done with, with a guy it. that hasn't had any. You know, knows two plays in the playbook. It's like, yeah. You're done with the Redskins. Yeah. yeah there's, no, there's no way you watch the Mark Sanchez operation and think like one week will solve going places. Why he's bad at football. Like <laughs> he, he was running out of the league four or five years. He's bad then. It's not like he improved. Like, oh, these were the mistakes. Like, I cannot throw the ball farther than 13 yards. Uh, I have actually, you know, no football IQ. And I think the Giants have pieces to a good team, but they still have a autistic quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, they're a good team. I, I I'm on this too. I I don't I don't totally hate the Redskins. I think they have they had a good team, but ten of their players are on IR, so they're no longer a good team. So I, I, I'm I'm more with the Giants. Too. Yeah, Giants have some fight. They got Saquon. They got Beckham. Uh, just put the ball in their hands and yeah. make plays. Yeah, just um, like Saquon runs yards. Yeah, their arrow's pointing up. Washington is a jagged, dismembered, hospitalized <laughs> arrow pointing. Oh my god! Adrian Peterson. And we all saw the 90-yard touchdown run. How many yards did he have in the game? Yeah, he's he still got it. Nobody no, knows. His- does anybody know? Say it one more time. How many how many yards would you guess that he had in the game? Um, oh, 138. 140, 135. Army? The 90 he had plus, you know, the three yards. Probably like 40 yards the rest of the game because they probably sucked the box. He had eight more yards. He had 98 yards. He didn't run for 100 yards. Wow. Yeah. That was amazing. <laughs> 90 yards on one carry. The other eight he had eight yards. Unbelievable! Imagine, imagine, there's yeah, no run- reason, yeah. There's no reason to not press the box when you're playing against Mark Sanchez, right? There really isn't. I mean, if, if you are in that situation, why not put eight or nine in the box? Sanchez, thirteen for twenty-one, one hundred yards, four point eight yards average per toss. Oh my goodness! Yeah, yikes! That's a yikes. I'm watching. Watching them run some of those plays too, when they were trying to run the trick plays to get the offense going, it was painful. Oh my lord! Like the three, what was it? The three tosses. I was I, like, I, "What I, is this?" There was a lot of like, um, just like miscommunication, which is fair because like he never operates with like the first team. It's like getting the snap off, getting the count off and stuff. Like, oh, obviously that'll be bad, you know, just hopping into the game and next week it'll be better. But I think Mark Sanchez is just toast as a football player. Like, He's not a good player. He has never been right. a good player. One of those was not – well, he did beat the Patriots That's twice in the playoffs. I, I think he well, was. It was, their, it was their running backs that beat them twice in the playoffs because they ran for like 300 yards and – no, but I, I, I think it's important to have someone who can like he was a poor man's like, Alex, Alex Smith. Smith. Yeah, yeah, he was a poor man's Alex Smith. That's exactly who can what it was. Complete six yard passes and hand the ball off and 
you know, run the offense properly, but he is long from that. Like, he cannot do that anymore. And with a completely different offense, and he hasn't played football for three years. So, I, there's nothing to like about the Redskins' offense. I think their team... It's their defense hasn't been playing well either. Uh, I mean, their offense has been bad all year, really. Alex Smith has, like, averaged, like, 130 yards, like, a game. Like, that's not acceptable. <laughs> okay. Uh, Army, you got a pick? A pick. Um, I have looked at a couple of games. Um... Obviously, I'm teasing all my all the ten point games, but uh, the one that's like the only one that I is like a close game that I'm looking at is the Browns being dogs against the Panthers at home. Um, mm. I think the Panthers are done. Like really, they had several several chances um, to be relevant this year, and they Falter. they tossed them all up. Um, uh, also, they have changed their team and coaching. Like Ron Rivera is taking on some kind of operations. And, Play calling, yeah. Yeah, it's like okay, so this is a complete mess of a team. Um, they're only trying to salvage something, and the Browns are like jokingly a competent team this year, and so their dogs at home. Uh, I'm gonna take that. Yeah, that's good. I like that, too. The other one I would look at, if uh, we're just throwing in a quick bonus to close it out, is uh, Chargers-Bengals. The Bengals are finished. Yeah, uh, 14 points, though. Fine. Yeah, I'll spot I'll spot them 30. Whatever. <laughs> Let's go. That team's not coming. The, I've been yeah. dogging the Bengals all year, and none of you guys follows me. But, yeah, that, that shit's a burning fire that Marvin Lewis has been uh, building for years. Yeah, they're they're about you know they're about to be in one of those. They're where the Packers were like a week or two ago, ready for the, ready for the whole thing to burn down. And it's just uh, just a matter of time. I don't want any part of them, at any price. All right, let's call it there. Yeah, sweet. It's been great as always. We'll do it again next week. Uh, until week fifteen. Best of luck, everyone. Have a good week. Good luck. Good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good stuff, guys. Boys enjoy.